0: All right.
1: Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer, bringing you episode 66 of the podcast. Today, in honor of the fifth annual Costoberfest, we have part two of the Marvel Method, Designing a Character, with cosplayers Jay Justice and Megan Yashantafan Cosplay, who appear as She-Hulk and Spider-Woman on the Marvel Cosplay Cover Variants. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code WOMANOFMARVEL at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Now on to the interview. Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. I am live right now at DragonCon. We are sitting on the tenth floor; Uh, it's literally sitting on the floor. Um, And it is Friday morning. I asked these two lovely ladies to get up uh, to do this amazing interview. So, as as many of you have heard out in the internet, we are doing these variant programs starting in October that will be called the Marvel Cosplay Covers, and we have twenty-one amazing cosplayers from all over the world who are, are going to joined me in Atlanta, New York, or ACBC, and we took photos of them, and they're on cover. So today I have two of those. I have Jay Justice. Hey, guys. And I have Megan. Hi. You can pronounce your cosplay name.
2: Okay. <laughs> My cosplay name is Yashanta fun Cosplay, and I know it's hard to pronounce, but...
1: When you say it, it actually sounds much easier. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, it's how it's spelled, Yashanta fun, so. <laughs> so And for those at
1: home who obviously have no context of pictures, Jay Justice did She-Hulk. And Megan did Spider-Woman.
2: So two really
1: distinctly unique costumes. And the one thing, so we're going to sort of talk slightly different to each of you guys today. Because, Jay, you already had your costume. You had already been done. That's a lie.
2: (laughs) Oh, you remade
0: it? Did you remake it for me? I I remade the entire costume for you. Because I was like, I'm not going to wear a five-year-old costume that's been to hell and back on the cover of a Marvel comic book. It's a deceptively simple costume to make. Like, it's, it's a unitard with, you know, two colors, and it's not hard. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the first one I ever made was before I was really good at sewing, so I used purple fabric paint and painter's tape to make the perfect straight line, so it looked good. That doesn't survive years of wear. <laughs> so now that I know how to sew much better and I can use a machine, I can just go ahead and sew the costume with two different fabrics and make sure that they're both four-way stretched and that they're both going the right way and that everything looks good.
1: Yep. Well, so for those listening at home, there you go. If you guys have never done costumes or anything like that, you can see that it's progression. Not everyone starts at this epic level of costuming. Everyone starts at the beginning. They sort of fumble through understanding lines. And especially spandex is such a hard cost, such a hard fabric to sew. Yeah. And uh, you need like a special thread. I mean, I don't use it. I, I moved from hand. hand- oh. Yeah. No, go good. I moved from hand
0: sewing everything to finally getting enough money to get a sewing machine and I used to hear people complaining about how spandex is so hard to sew and I'm like, "What are you talking about? I just put a needle through the thread and it just goes through the fabric. It's totally easy." And then we use a machine. It's like, "Oh god, tension is off. I'm getting thread vomit everywhere. This is not even going to work." And you have to do a zigzag stitch or it won't stay. And it's like,
1: uh, uh. "Yeah." And and Megan, you made Spider-Woman specifically for this project. Right. And you made the new Spider-Woman, which is very much less sort of superhero like this this context of like spandex, but you made like Spider-Woman's costume is really, like, modern,
2: like, it's this cute jacket and pants. Very practical. I really like Chris Anka's new design, and, uh, I don't know, it's just she moved away from that tight spandex look, and now she has this really cool motorcycle jacket, but because it was still very form-fitting, I wanted to still use, like, not spandex necessarily, but I used, like, neoprene, like, really thick knits and stuff so that it was still, like, a fit shape, but, uh... It was, it was kind of a challenge doing this new outfit because uh, it's this asymmetrical jacket and there's I looked everywhere and there's no patterns out there, so it was a lot of trial and error. Well, jackets are pretty hard.
1: They are. Like, when you when you first start eating into costuming, a lot of people rely on patterns. And so, patterns are, uh, there are people screaming in the distance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> really if you can hear that at home. Uh, so, a lot of people just go to, like, you know, like a Joanne's and buy a pattern, and you cut it out, and you sort of fit it. And then, as you get more and more advanced, you can then, in theory, like, make your own pattern. Because a lot of things with costuming and cosplay is, like, now there are becoming more and more patterns out there, like, yeah has some of her own patterns like for the spandex bodysuit. But before that, you really had to like, the first time I made a spandex bodysuit, I found a pattern that was from 1979 for a like woman's bell bottom like one piece. And I took that and I modified it to fit it. And now like, thankfully there are like bodysuit patterns and they're much easier to use. But it's really just trial and error. Not everyone, like a lot of times you'll see like progress
2: photos of like someone standing in a mirror and you're like, it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, especially with these spandex costumes. Like sometimes you just have to go buy some really cheap spandex. Like sometimes you get crazy patterns or whatever and just make mock ups. And you just you try it on, you're like, I gotta take this in or you have to, you know, move this panel over and you just gotta try and try and try. And it's it's a process but you know, that's how you get that perfect look at the end, so
1: and and obviously like the community is everyone's out and about like on the internet you can always look to any one of us to like ask questions for like costuming and and, like making things or understanding about like i mean there's so many tutorials out there it's kind of great and one of the the the
2: tools you use megan actually was the warbler yes i used the warbler on the glasses and warbler is amazing it's so easy to use and uh oh yeah
1: <laughs> Jay is wearing a non-Marvel costume right now yeah, and she has yeah, some bracers here that are but made those are
0: Warbluff. great.
1: Warbler for those who don't actually know is sort of like a heat is is a um thermoplastic. Thermoplastic. And so what you can use is you can use like a ha- a hair dryer or a heat gun or anything that produces heat. And what it does it goes from like a super stiff board to this soft malleable almost like goo. It's basically friendly plastic mixed with like a
0: fibrous sawdust material so that way it has that nice like smooth texture but then you can heat it and mold and it's really convenient but I find that it's more useful for like details on top of something more sturdy like putting it on EVA foam will make you a really nice costume as opposed to just using it by itself and then wondering why your costume is so fragile. So (laughs) lesson learned kids, don't use Warbler with nothing underneath it.
1: I usually just use foamy for mine. Yeah. Uh, foam. Just like foamies you can get at like a Michael's. It's just, it's like the craft foam that you like your teacher, your teachers used when you were in grade school to like cut like foam shapes out. Um, but that stuff's great because you can also, you can also heat that um, and use that into shape. So like it, and then the warbler is like, because it's sticky and tacky, it sticks to things. So it's going to stick to like that EVA foam or those foamies. Right.
2: It's great to make like your pattern out of the EVA foam and then like coat it in the warbler. And the great thing about Warbler is if you mess up, you can reheat it as many times as you need. So, you can just keep going over and over until you have the right shape. and then yeah. So you don't have to worry about it. It's not like a one-time thing. Yeah. No, it's
1: super great. Obviously, uh, it's a little bit more of an advanced material, but the, for those at home, I mean, obviously, there's tons of tutorials on it, uh, um, of people doing it in different shapes and different things. So, so I, what I really want to do is talk about you guys, sort of like your step process as you make a costume, because that's, I think, the hardest thing is when you like, you're going like, I'm going to make this costume. I've decided, some, you know, like, a group is happening at a con, I really want to make this costume. Sort of, what are your steps to, like, why don't you walk through She-Hulk? Why don't you be like... Oh, She-Hulk in particular? Okay. Yeah. Well, I chose the most common version of She-Hulk,
0: with and the most comfortable one with the white sneakers, and then the, you know, one-piece leotard. Uh, the wig I got from Epic Cosplay, they're a great wig site. They're really nice. If, they, if you have a problem with your wig, they've given me so many free wigs just because they felt bad about screwing up an order. God bless Epic Cosplay. Anyway, um... <laughs> You go over your budget, you figure out, okay, I can get this spandex for $8 a yard from Spandex House or whatever, and you plan that out. And then you look at many, many pictures to fix, make sure you're getting everything right. You know, just make sure all your parts are on the right side or whatever. And uh, try to make sure all your fabric matches. Because <laughs> if you were like me, you have a bin full of fabric and eight different purples, and you don't want to make the, the gloves out of one color and then the costume out of another one because you weren't paying attention. Um, the most hard part, I think, is making sure that the costume that you're designing fits your body. Like, not everybody has a dress form. And you look at the pattern size, and it says it's like a size 8. That's your size, right? No, pattern sizing are different than clothing sizing, especially in the U.S. They don't—they have nothing in common. You have to actually go over your measurements really carefully. And if you have knock-up fabric, like a cheaper ugly version of whatever fabric you're using. Like, my friend has at least 10 yards of pink spandex that she'll never use for anything. So that's what all of her, like, pretend Captain Marvel costume is made out of is the pink one. Try that on. It takes longer. You might, you know, be down to the wire making your legit costume, but at least that way you know, yes,
1: I'm sewing two days for Dragon Con, but by God, this will fit me. (laughs) Well, so I think that there's, like, a couple key points of what you said. So first and foremost is picking a costume because there's so many variants to a character. Obviously, She-Hulk has had all these different costumes over with the time frame, same thing with Spider Woman. So, you want to pick one, and you can also like it's your costume, you were doing whatever you can, you can ebb and flow, whatever you want. You can be like, I can't wear heels, so I'm gonna wear flats, you know, sort of uh, pick and choose what you think. Then, you said budget, and I think that's really important. And I don't think I've ever actually talked about that like anywhere. When you first start a costume. Think about how much money you want to put down on it. Because you're, you you think, like, you don't actually realize how much money you'll put into a costume until you're like... Four, week, four weeks, five weeks into this costume and mm-hmm. you have to buy all these things. Because you don't just need to have to buy fabric. You have to buy, you know, you have to buy like if, if it's if you want to line it, you got to buy lining fabric. You have to have a zipper or snaps or buttons or Velcro, uh, thread, hook and eye closers for your neck so, th- so you can get in and out of the dang costume. Yeah, notions. Yeah. The word notions is notions. very important. I, if you've ever watched uh, Project Runway, there are points where they're like, go buy, make sure you buy the notions. They don't always show it, but like zippers are really important or like an <laughs> also, like, think about how you're going to function in the costume. Yep. Think about how you're going to get in and out of the costume. Think about uh, uh, you need to make sure you eat, you need to make sure you drink. Well, uh, oh, that's eat. the worst part about doing body paint costumes that are water-based. Drinking, hmm... <laughs> Well, so, oh, so that's, that's, let's talk about that, like, body paint. Okay, so, yeah, so
0: for She-Hulk, I have to do full body paint. Like, the only costume that ever had, like, more body paint than that would be if I was doing, like, Gamora's comic book version, because you have more skin, but She-Hulk is pretty bad. It's, like, both arms and legs and your face, and everything has to match. And then she has that lovely white turtleneck that you can't get green on. <laughs> it's a disaster. So, there's always a l- tiny bit of unpainted skin, so I don't ruin my costume. I mean, not ruin, but you can't wash it while you're wearing it, so it is what and it so, is. And
1: so, and for those at home, um, you use cream base for your face, right? Nope, I use- you water I use face. water based on my face. I just make sure I
0: don't cry that day or it's all over. Um, I like being able to just wash off my costume and not okay. be stuck crying getting PAX paint, which is basically body paint mixed with glue off of your skin. I don't use that. I like the water based one. It's really more convenient and I'm just really careful to not have wet eyes that day. <laughs> um, it takes me like four to five hours with a small sponge just doing as careful as I can I like having a nice texture. It looks like skin. I don't want to have something that looks fake. Um, it's it's worth it though. I know it's a little risky using the water based one, but I like the way it came out. So no, you it. looked
1: great. I mean, the fact that you, I think we met at like ten thirty. Yes, <laughs> and you were all painted and ready to go, and I had I, nobody helping me. <laughs> that, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, I would say that painting is you know for those for those who are first trying to their paint. There are there are tons of different types of paint out there, and we're we using these like words throwing around like water based, cream based. Obviously, there's al- also alcohol bases if you're going to do airbrush techniques yeah. that requires a person a second person to airbrush you and that's crazy that's not to stay on like if you want a paint that's going to last all day the airbrush the alcohol base is going to stay on all day but it's going to require a, a remover so you have to think about these things you're going to like and think about time when you're going to put the costume on cream base is great for your face never put cream on the rest of your body <laughs> uh, that's a like why a, what'll happen it's just bad for your pores oh, okay. it's really bad for your pores it's your body your skin needs your skin wants to breathe it's like putting a lot of like Lots of clothing on your skin, and well, you no, know, because you, you can sweat through, but you can't really sweat through cream bases <laughs> as well. So try to use water-based. You know, go to your local. There's there, anywhere. There's going to be like a special makeup store for mm-hmm. like theater people. Go there, and like, you're going to talk to people. But yeah, I mean, props to people who put makeup on. I sometimes you see these people walking around a drag con, and they look epic, and you're like, that must have taken six hours. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, props to you, man. Oh, and,
0: the most important part. Sealing your paint with barrier spray, spray or final seal or powder or something to make sure that you don't get paint everywhere and ruin the furniture and get your friends kicked out of the con by jumping in a pool covered in body paint. Sadly, that is a true story. Please don't do that.
1: This has a an amazing story. It's a terrible story. <laughs> and they never had a con at that hotel again. Uh, wow. <laughs> A quick break before we get back to the interview. If you're a budding creator or cosplayer out there and want to share your work with more people, it may be time to start on a website, your very own Squarespace website. As a cosplayer artist or fashion designer, look to Squarespace to create a stunning website with their easy tools and support. Plus the knowledge that your content is secure as Squarespace provides the best security and stability around. Millions of folks already use Squarespace for their professional needs or just for fun. So join up today with plans starting at $8 a month. And you can get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial site today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code Marvel to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Back to the interview. But yeah, I mean, also, you, you pointed out about the fact about your your body paint and like your white costume. Think about what costume you're wearing. I think Mystique is like a really good point because I've, I've worn her and I've always seen people I have this problem. Mystique wears a white costume and she has blue paint. And it just really is almost impossible not to get the paint There's way. a
0: way. I support people who do what we call the finger socks where you make um, a sleeve and a glove out of the fabric that's the closest match you can find to your face paint and then glue fingernails onto each glove so it looks like hands. If I didn't want to be able to flex my muscles as She-Hulk, I would just do that because it looks really good. Occasionally, you'll have like a wrinkle or two that looks weird, but for a costume like Mystique where you're wearing a dress, you could just sew that to the inside of the dress sleeve hole and then you're good and then just put the fingernails on it and it'll look awesome.
1: Oh my God, that's, that's super brilliant because you don't think about it your hand is blue, yeah. and you're going to touch things. You're going to touch everything you're going to touch things and you don't realize how many times you touch things until you touch enter you're like wearing body paint exactly so yeah definitely so and so an adding to this like budget thought yeah, about that yeah it gets more and more expensive the more things yes. you add also and like think about time for how long you're going to like let's say you have to meet a group so uh, for those at home like usually you'll see like these big photos of these big groups so we usually the way most people think they're going to make a costume is someone goes oh man i'm doing this group we're gonna like okay. So what's happening this morning is AVX. So Avengers versus X Men. There's a huge group happening. Um, I'm about to go downstairs and take photos of it. So someone goes, we're gonna do this idea. And so then they get everyone to get a costume together. And so now you now you've got a deadline. Now you got to know when you got to make this. So think about how long it's gonna take for you to make this costume. Think about that. So you're not like almost everyone here <laughs> sewing sewing the minute before you leave for the flight. And think about how much time it's gonna take for you to put this costume on and test run.
2: Oh yes, test runs are important, especially when you have the body paint. Like you wanna make sure that you know how to apply it. So if you're trying to do that in your hotel room, like right before your shoot or whatever, and then it gets all splotchy and you don't know how to fix it, and it's just a disaster. So makeup tests are great. Trying stuff on and making sure it fits before the con is great.
1: <laughs> walk around your your uh, room, you know, uh, put it on, walk around, see how it fits. Because sometimes you're going to make something and you're going to be like, oh, it looks great as I stand
2: here. And then you walk and you're like, oh, my, my boot is slipping. Right, right. You know, the thigh highs are falling down. Or yeah. This jacket's kind of riding up. Or <laughs> yeah. So you like, can think about those things. And always, you know, it's everyone is going to have those, those little
1: hiccups, those little things that are... When you first when you first put a costume on and you're gonna be like oh I'm gonna go back and fix those things just be like aware that those are gonna happen and that everyone has that that problem absolutely so don't be embarrassed that like <laughs> your costume is imperfect. I think we're all perfectionists at heart so it's like sometimes we're like gonna go downstairs and be like I don't like this costume but then someone's gonna come up to you and be like I really like what you're wearing it's really great and they're gonna take your
2: photo and you're gonna be like yay <laughs> oh yeah I think we're really all our own worst critics when it comes to our costumes because we know every last detail we're like oh the stitch is wrong but no one can see it so sometimes I have to tell myself like no one can see this when I'm like fretting over something like on the inside of my lining I'm like this is that laying right and it's like hold on take a deep breath no one's gonna see this it's gonna be okay <laughs> and even if they
0: can see even if it's on the outside you have to remember how much time and effort you put into this costume and you can't let little details make you so upset that you can't enjoy it like if there's a scratch on the outside of your armor, put some black paint on it it's battle damage get out there and have a good time kids
1: Battle damage. <laughs> and I think that's an important have fun. At the yes. end of the day, we are just a group of people coming together, having fun in the character that we love, or that or we're seeing characters that we love and being part of a group. Never forget about having fun because if you're, you know, you're you're just working away and doing all these things, you're so frustrated at the end of the day you're not going to love cosplay and you're not going to understand why we love it so much because when we get together like we're a community and I always say that. I think that's so important. I think that's such an element to what makes... Sort of this community is so great is because we all like are there for each other to help each other out.
0: Exactly, that's the most important part—the community of it—and making sure that you're surrounded by people who are positive, who like appreciate you as a person, and they're not judging you for your skill level or judging you by who you care, co- cosplay as or anything. It's just really important to be around positive people, and that's what makes cosplay so fun.
1: Absolutely. And I was—I would totally say props to all the all the the 20 people, 21 people. I keep on forgetting you added one uh, <laughs> of the cosplay people that that came out and photographed I me. Mean, you made a costume for me. You or you made a costume. You know,
0: uh Yeah.
1: I mean, it was like 90 degrees. Oh, it yeah. was so, so hot high. that day. I wrangled, with the thanks to Brian and Yaya, I wrangled uh, uh, 10 of us, 10 people, to this location all throughout the day, and each one of you guys came on time, you showed up, you ready to go, you photographed in this incredibly,
2: like, super, you can't tell how hot it is when you look at the picture, but I assure you it was very hot. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you very much. (laughs) I was not very cool. It was, I think I came around 3.30 or something in the afternoon. It was in the 90s we're in you know georgia and i was wearing like mostly neoprene really thick spandexes and i don't know neoprene is like what they make uh, scuba suits out of so they don't it doesn't breathe that well and i was i was very hot but you know it was fun it was a great opportunity and i'm really glad i did it so it was worth it (laughs) yeah i mean it was it was definitely like this this project was
1: like like something I've always wanted to do and so exciting. I'm so happy that Marvel did it and I'm so happy that I found a great group of people to help me do this because there's no way I could have figured this all out if I hadn't had people being like, okay I'll I'll drive four hours to you. Like The people like drove people drove some distances some people flew to places to do this so it's definitely really great because I can't travel very far. I'm in New York and there actually aren't that many customers in New York so shockingly enough. Really? Yeah.
2: Almost all of down Atlanta. Hey, it's where where everyone is. It's a great
1: place to
0: be. <laughs> As a cosplayer from New York City, there actually are a lot of us. Not a lot of them make Marvel costumes, yes. but there's a huge like anime and fighting game costume community up there. I mean, there are a couple of comic book characters, you know, that, that are from Marvel, but most of them come to Dragon Con anyway, so yeah. you'll probably see them here. <laughs>
1: And so, uh, for those at home who don't actually know what DragonCon is, so DragonCon is a four-day convention in Atlanta. Uh, down at, it's a connected three hotels, that we use, or four hotels, that are all sort of connected you walk around. And it's basically the largest costuming there's five now there's five now' con is so big it 's like sixty thousand the it's, yeah, but if you if you really into like interested into like getting into costuming or are or, or just fascinated with this world, this is the place to come because everyone brings their a people bring the biggest baddest costumes uh like last night I saw a war machine walking around on the con floor with oh, like a lighted so gun, and good. it was so cool like and people bring costumes you never even thought you would see. Like, 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 random variant character from like 1982 on a cover, or like a, 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 like my friends and I did X Men Evolution a few years ago, and people would come up to us and be like, "You're X Men Evolution!" (laughs) Like they had to specify that we were from the TV show. So I I think that that's one of those things. So if you know, obviously, this is going to be posted after Dragon Con is over. Um, Go to marvel.com. There's tons of photos of all the costuming and everything. The big Marvel event is going to be Sunday. It's going to be we had 500. People last year, so we'll see how many people we get this year. So, uh, will you be there, Jay?
0: Absolutely, I'll be in my new America costume from Young Avengers. Yay! Yay, Young Avengers!
2: (laughs) What about you, Megan? Absolutely, I'm gonna bring Spider Woman. Yeah, same one I wore on the cover. I'm really excited to wear it at Dragon Con because I haven't worn it at a con yet, but I know. So. Yeah, because you made this costume specifically for me. I did. I made it just for you, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for
1: me, guys. You're listening there at home. Well, um, we've been talking for a good twenty minutes. I think I think those at home sort of got a base understanding of like how a costume gets made. Where can
2: uh, listeners find you on the internet? Um, I have a Facebook page and um, just a cosplay page. It's justshuntafun. and justshuntafun cosplay. Justshuntafun. That's how you say it. <laughs>
1: Now I can't mess it up because you've said it so many times.
0: Oh, no. This is the one to say. I'm just missing it, it is. It is. <laughs> okay, all over the internets on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube, I'm working on it, I am That J Justice. No spaces, no dashes, just That J Justice. That's me.
1: Great. Well, thank you, ladies, for being part of this project and getting up at 10 in the morning to come meet me. 5, five in the morning for body painting. Uh... <laughs>
0: But it was absolutely worth it. I was so happy to do it. So
1: um, you know, go and pre-order your variant cover. Uh, uh, I actually can't, off the top of my head, remember when you're pre-ordering Force Number One. <laughs> yes, but they start coming out in October. Uh, the week after New York Comic Con which is uh, October 14th I believe and then they're going out all the way until December when you'll see me on Captain Marvel number one so I'm really excited and we still have one more variant that we're going to announce and I have one more to shoot so we still got more projects coming I'm dying to hear what the next one is So uh, so um, thanks for everyone for listening. If you guys have any questions for, for the Women of Marvel or these ladies, make sure you tweet at them. You can always tweet at Marvel hashtag Women of Marvel or email us at womenof@marvel.com. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Thanks to Jay and Megan for joining us, and thanks for listening. As always, if you have questions for us, please email us at, at com or tweet us at Marvel, hashtag womanofmarvel. If you're attending your Comic-Con this weekend, make sure to mark on your calendars our Woman of Marvel panel on Sunday, October 11th at one thirty p.m. in Room 1A-06. But don't fret if you can't attend, as next week's podcast will be the panel recording. Plus... Next week, myself and Adri will be attending several dates of Margaret Stoll's Black Widow Forever Red book tour. Look to our Twitters for more updates. Also, don't miss all the Costoberfest celebration at Marvel.com slash Costoberfest. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe.